Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Happy Sunday, Houdat. It is week 12 in the NFL, getting ready for a noon start in the ATL today. Black and gold are 5-5, five and five, sitting atop the NFC South. Uh, the Saints leading the division over the 4-6 and six Falcons. Also, Tampa Bay sitting at the same record in the division at 4-6, and six, and the lowly Panthers trailing in the rear. Uh, but the black and gold trying to stay Ahead of the pack today, got a big game against a division rival coming off the bye week. Uh, we know that a few players are going to be inactive for this matchup. Uh, the injury report coming out Friday, finding out that Marshawn Lattimore and Kendry Miller out for this game. Uh, meanwhile, defensive end rookie uh, Isaiah Foskey is questionable for the matchup. Then yesterday, some news coming out from the Saints announcing that Jason Pierre-Paul and fullback Adam Prentice uh, have been elevated to the active roster, standard elevation for today's contest at Atlanta. But they have placed cornerback Marshawn Lattimore now on injured reserve. He joins Michael Thomas, uh, who got injured last game against those Minnesota Vikings. So both those guys ending up IR will miss a minimum of the next four games. So it will be interesting, obviously, to see how the black and gold compensate on offense and defense uh, on both of those uh, guys, uh, Marshawn Lattimore has been a stud, obviously, for this team, an all-pro. And then Michael Thomas has been steady Eddie on that side of the offense, a, a guy that you know you can rely on, uh, sure hands, uh, someone that in traffic over the middle that uh, is reliable for this team. Good news for the black and gold quarterback, Derek Carr, is able to suit up in play. He went through the concussion protocol, also dealt with a little bit of a right shoulder issue on his throwing arm, but was able to get past that. The concussion protocol was uh, not a problem for a car at all either, was able to get through that, was cleared eventually, and will be starting today. I know there were some folks thinking that it might be Jameis Winston after Carr suffered a, a concussion in that game against the Minnesota Vikings. But, man, the black and gold looking to bounce back big time today, especially against a tough in-division opponent. And these uh, NFC South matchups you always hear it throw out the records don't look at the point spread uh it is pretty interesting to see that the saints are a two-point favorite though on the road in atlanta the mercedes-benz stadium they have made their dome away from dome kind of thing uh being success successful in atlanta so hopefully that trend can continue today i know the saints have won the last three games against this atl squad and would like that trend to continue as well. The Falcons going back to quarterback Desmond Ritter after two tries with Tyler Heineke uh, decided to make the move back for their offense to get back on track with uh, Ritter at the helm, even though 
he's been pretty uh, turnover prone this season. Uh, they're feeling that he gives them the best chance to operate that offense and move down the field. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see a guy like Ryan Nielsen and what he does against his first matchup coming against the Saints, the former uh, co-defensive coordinator for the Black and Gold made his way over to Atlanta. Now the defensive coordinator over there, we know that the uh, Falcons signed some former Saints players, and we're, we've been used to that. We, it's nothing new, but a guy like David Onyemata and Caden Ellis have joined that uh, black, uh, the Dirty Birds defensive front. And, you know, th- they've been a unit that had started out uh, kind of rough. The defense has been playing a little bit better against the run, Against the pass, though, I'm hoping that Derek Carr can really light things up today. You see that secondary for the Atlanta has been uh, pretty weak all, all season long and looks to be something that they could take advantage of the Saints, I mean. And uh, also a guy like Taysom Hill coming into this matchup is someone that has a lot of success against this Falcons team. You kind of look at him as the dirty bird killer, uh, been able to stack up uh, a, a lot of touchdowns against this team looking at uh, the has rushed for a touchdown in three of the past four matchups against the Falcons, and he had 81 yards rushing and a rushing TD in the last road meeting. Want to see Taysom continuing things there. I'm Steve Geller. We're going to get things uh, going with the uh, – uh, the note, the scouts notebook, and to go talk to Mike Dettelier right after the break here on WWL. Get into some of those Atlanta Falcons players, uh, looking at like a Drake London, David Onyemata, and even more. When we get back right after this on the Bet Sixty Five first take, right here on WWL Saints Radio. Who that? Hey, Mel, Bry here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Yes, indeed. Happy game day, Houdat Nation, getting ready for the Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons in the ATL, a noon start right here on WWL Saints Radio. After first take, it'll be the Bud Light countdown, the kickoff coming up at 10 a.m. with the Cajun Cannon, Bob Yeager. Also be joined by WWL NFL analyst Mike Dettelier, who's on the line right now. Mike, these notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. Mike, happy game day. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Steve. Uh, looking at this matchup against those Dirty Birds, man, always a big one no matter what's going on. And obviously, uh, Saints 5-5 five and five right now, atop the division, though, with that record. Those Dirty Birds trailing right behind at 4-6. and six. You look at the Atlanta Falcons squad, a lot of talent on that offensive side of the football just really hasn't been producing as expected. One of those guys, Mike, uh, wide receiver Drake London, they just haven't really – uh, been able to get him, I guess, uh, involved the way they want to. He hasn't been talked about as one of those premier receivers in the NFL. Yeah, and that's what they really looked at him to be. And I remember um, this was right, right at the start of the season uh, on Sports Talk. We had uh, Jen Hale on with us, and uh, Jen does the uh, – preseason for the Falcons and I remember you know asking there tell me one person that really stood out uh from the Falcons standpoint and and covering training camp and preseason and she was quick with it Drake London uh he's a big man receiver um (laughs) he's got great length as far as getting up to go get the football strong hands and, you know, her deal is she thought that he would be a guy that could potentially get to 100 receptions this year. And that that hasn't happened. But he's really talented uh, going back to when he came out. Uh, he was my number two ranked receiver in that very talented draft class. Uh, he had some injuries at USC. He wasn't – he's not a speed burner, but – He's such a big target that even when he's covered, he's open. I mean, he's that type guy that he can go up and make that catch. And there seems to be sort of a lack of trust factor between him and Desmond Ritter for whatever reason. Uh, But when you have someone that big at wideout who can get up the field and it's his ability to catch the high point of a pass. Man, you've got to pump him the football. And short yardage, red zone, that's where he should really excel. Because that's where he excelled at in college and in high school. Um, I don't get it. And when you have an offensive-minded head coach and you're struggling on the offensive side the football, you think we hear it. Uh, on sports talk about Dennis Allen in New Orleans, man, it ain't nothing compared to what Arthur Smith is catching in Atlanta. And I mean from every angle. So he's got to figure out a way to get a super talented wide out and Drake London involved in the offense. He's uh, he's a guy you got to get the football to at least six to eight times a game. They just haven't been able to do that. 
No, definitely not. And uh, obviously, you look on the other side of the football, they spent a pretty high draft pick on a running back. And everybody questioned that. Uh, has shown some flashes this season, but man, B. John Robinson, another piece on this offense that just seems to be underutilized. Yeah, he's the second of the uh, three uh, uh, that you hear the most about. Okay, you spin a top 10 pick on a very talented, all purpose runner. Uh, not only is he a terrific running back, but he's also an outstanding receiver coming out of the backfield. And if you're going to spin a top 10 back uh, pick on a back, you better pump him to football. Uh, and we all know in this league, uh, like it or don't like it, that normally running backs to get a second big payday, that doesn't happen. So he's only got so many miles to put on the vehicle. Hmm. And with Bijan, he was a heavy-duty back at Texas. Uh, why they don't use him any more than what they do in Atlanta, uh, I'm very surprised at. Because he, he was ready for the NFL. You could tell. He was a cut above as far as a runner-receiver coming out of backfield. And he's also an excellent pass protector. He's a guy that understands this game at a certain level. Why they don't get him to football more, I'm not real sure. But Again, it's part of why Arthur Smith is in is in trouble in Atlanta. And I, I think he's in big trouble there. They lose this game today. Um, man, it, the, the heat really kind of soars up on him. But Bijan's a, a, who's a, a big back, but he's so nifty for his size. He has the ability to make you miss in space. He's got another speed gear out in the open field. And where he's so impressive, Steve, not only as a runner, but he catches the ball so well coming out of the backfield. It's, it's like having another receiver in the backfield. Uh, he's a bigger version of Alvin Kamara, to be honest with you, in that he is so effective coming out of the backfield. So normally, I know coaches say, Man, we don't listen to outside noise and everything else. You can bet your your last buck. Uh, Drake London's going to be much more involved in the offense, and so is B. John Robinson today. Yeah, Mike, an- another one that I'm kind of concerned about, obviously the, the ability of Desmond Ritter, not with the arm, but his legs. We've seen this team struggle against mobile quarterbacks and shoot at really any quarterback that's able to you know, be able to, uh, you know, a little bit elusive even. Uh, Ritter, how much of an issue is his legs going to be against the team, uh, the Saints today? Are they are they going to be able to slow him down? Yeah, it's always been part of his game uh, from high school to college at Cincinnati. Right. Um, I interviewed him at Manning Passing Academy, got to spend a couple of days with him there. And, and he talked about that that was a, a strong point of his game. Uh, he didn't consider himself a runner. He, he said, you know, I'm a movement guy. Okay, I, I get what that means. You're not telling me you're a runner, but you are. Uh, and he's got some wheels. He can move around the pocket very well. The problem with Desmond is you see improvement with him as a passer from a year ago. Uh, I think he throws a really nice football 
when he sets up and his mechanics are good, he's accurate. Now, sometimes that's not always the case. But he is effective running the football. The problem with him has been uh, he can't hold on to the football. We like that. He's had, <laughs> yeah, he's he's had trouble uh, with fumbles in the final game that he started. He fumbled the ball three times inside the 10-yard line. Okay, you get bitched if that happens. And that's what happened to him. But, Steve, it's going to be an issue because this team has had some real problems with quarterbacks that decide to take off running the football. It is the new world, the NFL. Uh, We haven't seen a lot of this in the NFL today, uh, but you're seeing it more and more. The younger quarterbacks hitting the NFL and using their legs, you know, if it's for a first down run, if it's to move the chains, whatever, it, it keeps things rolling. And it puts a lot of pressure on your defense that you might have to keep someone in kind of spy-wise to make sure that Desmond doesn't take off running downfield. It has always been a big part of his game. So why should I think it's not going to happen today? Right, exactly. And with, the, and with other teams having success with it, uh, I would designate some runs specifically for Ritter. Yeah, uh, that, that that's definitely something to, to to watch out for today, Mike. And I, I think everybody's got a little concerned about that with this Saints team going forward. Just overall, uh, looking at the defensive side of the ball, we know Ryan Nielsen uh, left the Saints, taking over the defensive coordinator role over there. Not a surprise. Added a few names that are pretty familiar. Uh, one of those being uh, David Onyemata, who I feel like this team, man, the Saints. Really miss a guy like that in the middle. Uh, defensive uh, tackle was able to apply that pressure and also really good against the run. Yeah, one thing with David, he really wanted to stay here too. Uh, they just could not come up with a financial deal to keep him in New Orleans. And when it got close, I think he decided if money's close, I'm going with my former coach. And I think when... Ryan took off to go to Atlanta. It gave Atlanta an advantage that they were going to go after David, who's athletic, he's really quick, and their vision was to put him and Grady Jarrett in the middle where they would have two very athletic, active interior players. Well, Grady goes down with the injury, but David's really played well in Atlanta. And he's a very good technician uh, against the run. He knows how to put himself in a position to make a play. He's always been a guy that has pushed the pocket. Maybe never a great pass rusher, but he's pushed that inside pocket very well. And he can run the field for a big pan. He is really, really athletic. So he's been a nice addition uh, to their middle uh, again, he's a guy that it, he sort of was torn between Saints, Falcons, and staying here. But I, I just feel as though he would have re-signed with the Saints had Ryan Nielsen not went there. Uh, but he decided to follow the coach that he believed in, and they paid him a lot of money to go to Atlanta. He's produced very well for the Falcons inside. 
Their problem has been they have not been able to get really good edge pressure. Uh, they've stopped the run well, but it's been their inability to get pressure off the edge. And that's something I think Ryan would probably like to add if he's there next year in Atlanta. Mike, another guy that, you know, chasing those dollars, Atlanta paying big bucks to linebacker Caden Ellis to bring him on over as well. Another guy that, that seems to be a Ryan Nielsen player, uh, just been adapting to the ATL way of doing things now and has a has been pretty productive this year. Nothing outstanding, though. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a, a real good football player. And where he's really improved, Steve, I think when he came into the league, just because of how they used him in college, right? he was mostly a guy right up on the line of scrimmage. And so he was used to either being the edge rusher or the guy that helped out in run support. Where I saw the biggest improvement with Caden, especially in New Orleans, was his ability to drop in coverage. Uh, he had an injury, and then the, the, when he came back, you saw he really worked with his agility and his ability to put himself in a reverse position. And I thought he became a solid cover guy. And then he became the Saints' designated pass rusher off the edge. And he's used a little bit differently this year, but he's a high-mortar guy that knows how to use his arms and hands really well to get off a blocker and create havoc uh, in the backfield. He's a really good football player. And, uh, man, I hated to see him leave because I knew what he brought to the table. But he was looking to be a full-time player. And with the Saints using basically just two linebackers, uh, that spot for him was going to be mainly kind of designated pass rusher or used in certain situations. Goes to Atlanta, he becomes a full-time guy. And he is a good football player. He's not an elite one, but he's a damn good one. I'd want him on my football team. (laughs) He gives me uh, great effort and good play each and every snap. Mikey, another one that the Atlanta Falcons brought over in the offseason to help add to that defense, a guy, Jesse Bates, you know, former second-round pick of the Cincinnati Bengals, definitely been a difference maker on the side of the ball for them, even though the secondary for Atlanta has been weak. Yeah, the one thing with Jesse, he won the Powerball. Man, you look at that contract. <laughs> Man, that was, that was eye-catching of what he got from Atlanta, but – it, it was going to take that because they had competition for Jesse. Jesse's a real tall, lengthy safety that they've used uh, in a couple of different spots because he's such a, a hybrid-type player. Uh, he's sort of part linebacker, part safety, part cornerback. He's good in the coverage part of the game. He's kind of their spy in the middle to figure out what you want to do and putting people in the right place, he's a chirper. He communicates with the other guys on the field extremely well. And, again, another high-motor guy that's super intelligent, seemingly always in the right place, and he's trying to get other guys to be the exact same way. 
it costs them a lot of money. And normally teams don't put that high a priority on paying safeties a lot of money. The Falcons did because they felt as though he was a big-time playmaker. He's been a, he was a really good player in Cincinnati, and they really miss him. Their defense hasn't quite been the same without Bates on it, and you can see it. And in Atlanta, he's upgraded what to me was a below-average secondary into becoming a better secondary than what I saw a year ago. Man, I'm a big Jesse Bates fan, and uh, he's a guy you be careful with throwing over the middle because he reads the eyes of a quarterback very, very well. Mike, always appreciate the time. Be talking to you more when it gets to the Bud Light countdown to kickoff coming up around 10 a.m. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, buddy. Always appreciate the time. Mike D's Notebook is brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. When we get back from the break, we'll dip into some of the Saints sound bank. Got plenty of sound to hear from right here on WWL Saints Radio. Who that? Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Doing an Oakland Heart Jewelers Rolex time check. Three hours, 19 minutes till our noon kickoff in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where the Falcons are 4-6 and six on the season, 3-2 and two at home. Black and gold heading there with a 5-5 five and five record atop the NFC South, a record of 3-3 and three away this year. Uh, Saints quarterback Derek Carr went through the concussion protocol. All's good, cleared through, ready to start today. Here's what QB1 had to say, getting ready to take on those dirty birds. Was uh, the bye week a little different for you in that in – the- it's a new offense. It required some review, some what's working, some what's not working. I mean, was it was it a more valuable time? Did you pack more of that stuff into it? Yes, for sure. Like um, to be able to go back and self scout because um, it really has been a whirlwind of just you know Groundhog Day. You know, every week's the same. You know, just trying to grind and get ready for the next opponent. And uh, so it was very valuable for me, um, one health wise. You know, with everything that's been happening and happened in that game, it's been happening. It was good to be able to rest you know and that that was much needed um for my body i feel 
the best I've felt in a long time right now. But whenever you don't get that time, it's hard to know where you're at until you have that time, right? So mentally um, and physically, I think, was for me and for a lot of our guys, very valuable. Derek, after self-evaluation, what were maybe some of the main focuses for you that you want to correct with seven games left? You know, I'm never going to tell you um, the things I write down. You ask such great questions. You really do. I'm so sorry. Um, but, I, you know, I just always keep things to myself. But there were definitely things that I can say this. Like, I would see something, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, you know, you get going, and you're like, I can't believe I missed that. Boom. And so there's definitely things to improve on that you see. Um, and hopefully those things come to fruition, you know, with these next games, for sure. Hey, Jay, how much did you miss, did you miss a guy Michael Thomas? Yeah, I've always said, you know, whenever you lose a, a player, uh, it's always next man up in football, but you can't re just replace somebody, you know. Um, you know, you, you're, you, someone has to fill that role, but they're going to fill it in a different way, and they're going to be them, you know, they're going to be who they are. And so, you know, while Mike is out, uh, you know, you miss him, you love him to death, you love his tenacity and his work ethic and his, you know, the violence that he plays with, um, but it's a great opportunity for other guys. Uh, to step up and you know that's how I got my chance in this league you know from you know th there was an injury and I got to play in a preseason game and I did well and man I got to find out who I was you know and so uh, you know it'll be a great opportunity for guys to have an opportunity to play and make a name for themselves while Mike is resting and rehabbing and hopefully get him back as soon as possible. How perfectly timed was the bye week for you and the team considering the situation physical and mental hurdles already that have gone on this year? Yeah I know for me personally I needed it um and it was great timing. Um, you know, it was great timing. You always want to buy a week later in the season. Um, but if you think about it, from training camp on, that's a lot of football, you know, in a row. And it's a grind. And, you know, it is what it is. And you, you get excited about it because that's what you, you know, work all off season to do. But you don't know how tired you are, you know, how bad your body feels until you get some time off. And then you feel, you know, that next Wednesday practice when you do go out there, how much better you feel and, uh, you know, rejuvenated and all that. So, um, you know, I, I think for me personally, I can speak for that. It was great. I can, you know, other guys on the team talking to them. It was much needed. Uh, but we're excited, man. We're, in, you know, we're, you know, we're in first place after everything we've been through and haven't been played perfect on both sides yet. Uh, and we feel like, man, if we can just bring that together and let's just see what we can do down the stretch. Uh, you know, it's an exciting time for us for sure. How does that feel? In fact, everything that has gone on has been as good as you wanted to be, but you're still in first place in the division. Yeah, I mean, that's the number one goal is to, you know, want to win the division. And we have a great challenge this week to try and keep that lead. And, you know, they're going to, you know, we're going to go into their place in a hostile environment against a really good football team that, you know, wants nothing more than to, you know, beat us up. And so, you know, for us, you know, it's going to take a, a great game, a physical game, a violent game. And, uh, you know, but hopefully coming off this, we're rested, ready to go with the right mindset uh, for this stretch run. Derek, being in first, heading off the bye week and into a rivalry and your first time in this rivalry, do you feel like mm -hmm. it does give you guys some juice being in first place and being able to hold on to that heading into this game? Yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, I you know I say that to, you know, be positive, but at the end of the day, first place right now means nothing, you know, so we understand that, yes, we are happy about that, uh, you know, even with not playing perfectly, you know, at the same time, offensive and defensively. Um, but at the same time, we understand the work that needs to be done to keep that. We understand the challenge that lies ahead for us to be able to hold on to that. And so um, I think a lot of guys spend a lot of time resting, relaxing, getting their minds right, getting their bodies right uh, to make sure that, you know, first time, you know, this season we play Atlanta, that we're ready to go, you know, because they're a really good football team, well coached, they play hard, uh, great scheme, you know, and uh, great players. So. 
we got to bring it, you know, and so hopefully we're ready to play. You guys are already in the driver's seat now, but if you win this one, you're more in the driver's seat, or you guys have the odds if you guys win, they're like 82% or something like that. Just what do you kind of make of the state, so everything. Well, that's huge. You know, at the end of the day, I've been on a team that had almost little to no odds to make the playoffs, and we did, you know. Uh, you know, we had an interim coach, a whole bunch of guys that nobody wanted, and uh, we were able to do it. And so um, the percentages and all those things don't mean anything until that last week and all the all the games are over. Um, but, it, you know, for us, the, the main thing will just be to remain that we, we can't give in to complacency. You know, when, when it feels good, when, it, when you're doing well, uh, you can't give in to that. You got to be uncomfortable. You know, you got you to gotta push. You got to go because uh, that's what other teams are coming to do. You know, when you're in when you're in front, people are coming to get you, you know, and uh, you know, I know that, you know, even when I've been on teams that weren't in first, you're looking at that team right ahead of you and you're like, all right, well, they're going to get our best shot, you know, because that's what we got to do. So um, we can't we can't get complacent. You know, we got we got to be ready to go. Saints quarterback Derek Carr aiming for his fourth star in a row with 70 plus completion percentage. He's also got 300 plus passing yards in two of his past three road starts. Uh, need a big one today from Derek Carr. Uh, show up why the Saints paid you all those big bucks and being able to pick apart this Atlanta Falcons team would surely endure yourself even more to the Houdat Nation who, you know, Car- Car's had a decent season, but definitely nothing to write home about right now, Charlie. It's been a very average and uh, maybe even below average, you could even say. Give me a second to do that math, actually, because <laughs> 2,200 yards through 11 weeks is not exactly what we were expecting from Carr. I believe, like, at the start of the year when we were looking at some preseason betting lines, it was set at, like, around 3,700, and that would have been, you know, below his average as far as what he did with the Raiders. He had multiple seasons above 4,000 yards during his career with Oakland. Um, but now looking at him this year, he was heating up, and then he got smacked in, in that game against the Vikings and ended up leaving early. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're still expecting more from him. This is a game that you paid Derek Carr to go out and win, uh, especially with how important it, everyone says these division games are two for one. But specifically this one, Steve, when you're like one game ahead of the Falcons Coming and you have a, a chance to add to that lead, you have a chance to give them that, as I said in these uh, Sunday morning sports, kind of bury them early on uh, in this divisional race because you still have you know multiple divisional games after this. You still play each of the NFC South opponents once after week 12. Um, so it's really backloaded as far as divisional games go, and every single one of them is going to be super important, but specifically against the Falcons, who I think are your main competition. You and I would agree are their main competition for the NFC South crown. you got to get this one. Yeah, and considering the fact, obviously, you got two games still against this squad. Right. Just put your you know foot on the neck and you know take control of the division and don't let go of it. Obviously, you lose, you have a potential to be – in a tie with the Falcons. With them having the tiebreaker. And also Tampa Bay, obviously, too, with the win already over the Saints having that tiebreaker. And the Falcons beat the Buccaneers as well. So the Falconeers. The Falcons, Falcons would have. I called them the the Falconeers. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> they, they would be in first place in the NFC South if they win this game. So despite, you know, I was listening to Mike, all the issues with Arthur Smith and yeah. how Atlanta, you know, the hot seat is hot for Dennis Allen, maybe, <laughs> but it is on fire for Arthur Smith because he just refuses to use three of his top ten picks and Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and then Bijan Robinson uh, in, the, in his war being waged against fantasy football players, which is still the dumbest thing I've ever seen a coach do in the NFL. Um, I mean, yeah, it, the, the seat is hot for this guy, but if they win, now they're atop the NFC South. Right, obviously taking down the top dog, which is the Saints right now, it's 
Uh, five and five record, nothing that impressive, but it's still good enough to be the top dog in the NFC South uh, for the for the moment. And you know, you look at this Falcon squad; they're making a switch back to their quarter. You know, mediocre. another quarterback change. Uh, the offense has been eh, sputtering, right? That's and, the word and, I would and use. And we know that the secondary you can take advantage of it on the defensive side of things. So there, there's just a lot of positives in the Saints' favor going into this game. The problem is we've seen it before. Can they take advantage now and, and now, you know, not lay that egg? Can they come out uh, with that energy in the first half that they should? I think I would argue that this might be the most important game of the season because if you look at the Falcons specifically and we all can consider them to be the main competition for the Saints with the NFC South, the Falcons are much better at home than they are away. Very true, They're 3-2 right? and two at home. They have a winning record at home despite their 4-6 and six record. So what does that leave you on the road? 1-4. and four. They're one and four on the road, and we know the Saints haven't played necessarily super well at the, at the Caesar Superdome in recent years. But at the same time, you got that Week 18 matchup. That's a good sign that the Falcons have really struggled away from the Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium in Atlanta. Uh, you know, Mercedes-Benz, you just want to say Superdome, don't you? But they've struggled. It's, it rolls so much better than Stadium. They've right? <laughs> really struggled outside of Atlanta. So you know, you're feeling decent about that matchup in Week 18, but you got the opportunity this week to potentially grab this game and bury them early on. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear any excuses. No, of, absolutely not. You know, there's a division game even, or, or, you know, the there's too much rest before the match. I don't know what you could say, but this team, the Saints, have to come out and assert their dominance early on just because we haven't seen it from this team at all uh, oh, in, the, the, in the last half five, was it, five games. Yeah, five games. The first half struggles have been unbelievable. I think it was Jeff Noite that tweeted after the uh, the Vikings game yeah. that specifically the red zone defense was awful. It was like in the first half in those five games, teams got to the red zone 13 times and scored 10 touchdowns. Ugh. But then the second half, it was it's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. The second half, it was like 0 for 3 in the red zone. So shout out to Jeff for that stat because that is unbelievable how like those slow starts, it's just encapsulated by the poor red zone defense in the first half versus the elite red zone defense in the second half. Yeah, don't want those dirty birds getting any kind of momentum, any kind of uh, positive you know, feel going their way. Here, seeing here too, you know, you mentioned the Falcons and even Desmond Ritter, a better team at home. He's five and one in six career home starts uh, for the Dirty Birds. So that's pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, we faced him in the dome. That's true. Right. Like when he had like sub 100 uh, passing yards. So, so hopefully we can uh, add to that loss total today. I'll be five and two in uh, career starts at home after today. Coming back with more of First Take right after the break here on WWL Saints Radio. Yes, indeed. Welcome into week 12 of the NFL season. Getting ready for Saints at Falcons kicking off at noon right here on WWL Saints Radio. Want to thank the good folks at Magazine Pizza for feeding our in-studio Saints game day crew. Magazine Pizza, that's at 1068 Magazine Street. Dine-in or delivery, the best gourmet pizza selection in town. Magazine Pizza's also got pastas, sandwiches, wings, and salads. Just go check out magazinepizza.com. Wrapping up the first hour of First Take here on WWL. Charlie, you got some numbers you wanted to tell everyone? Yeah, I'm actually going to save it for the next oh, okay, hour. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting everything figured. Yes, this is what the people call a tease <laughs> in the business, ladies and gentlemen. So the Falcons schedule, we always talk about the Saints yeah. schedule and how easy and favorable it looks outside of the Lions, right? And the Lions had a pretty embarrassing loss on Thanksgiving Day. It looked but, very beatable, right? Yeah, I mean, but that's apparently they just 
just kind of struggle on Thanksgiving. They've lost like their last seven on Thanksgiving Day. And but did they, you see something about when the moon is in some kind yes, of cycle? I, did see that. I was like, what that, is that this? That was from Jay Kuda, who's a, uh, who's a White Sox reporter, and I follow him during. He has all these really funny baseball stats, but that was a really funny one. Like when it was full waxing or something like something, that, they're right. like zero and twelve. Uh, but and now it's zero and thirteen or whatever. So the uh, yeah, the Lions really struggle on Thanksgiving Day. But outside the Lions, the Saints have a really favorable schedule. So the point I'm making is that the Falcons may even have an easier one. So stay what? tuned. We'll we'll do kind of the math on this and make sure. But they just oh my goodness, like the Saints need this game because the Falcons, if they get this, I mean we know that they're coming into this game on a three game losing streak. This could spark them a little bit towards a winning streak, given who they're going to be playing. Want to hear from you folks on the Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line. Give me and Charlie a call here on First Take 504-260-1870. Be back with another hour right after this, leading up to the Bud Light countdown to kickoff with the Cajun Cannon at 10 a.m. Then it's kickoff in the ATL in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium with Mike Haas and Deuce McAllister. High noon right here on WWL Saints Radio. Be back right after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.